Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Without Remorse. My name is Daniel and joining me today is the man without remorse. Every day of his life, Shabazz. I, I have no remorse. No remorse whatsoever. I don't even know what the word remorse means. Oh. No, I do know what it means. Please <laughs> please don't write in no. the definition of this Let word. us know at the movie podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Shay, how you doing? You know what? I'm doing all right. We just finished the Oscars. We did. And uh, don't worry. No, not saying anything. Not, not giving. W- not no spoilers. Anything. No Oscar spoilers. Uh, but that's not what today's all about. Today we are talking about without remorse. Without remorse stars Michael B. Jordan. It's directed by Stefano Solima. And I'm going to break you off with a little synopsis since it's just the two of us today. Uh, Without Remorse is a Tom Clancy film. It's an Amazon original movie coming to Prime on April 30th. We want to say thank you to our friends at Amazon Amazon for sending it to us. Prime delivery. Uh, Prime delivery came right on time. Um, An elite Navy SEAL played by Michael B. Jordan uncovers an international conspiracy while seeking justice for the murder of his pregnant wife in Without Remorse. The explosive origin story of action hero John Clark, one of the most popular characters in author Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan universe. Uh, Now, originally, this was a Paramount film. This was supposed to be released last year, and it was also going to be within the same universe as Shadow Recruit, which was the Chris Pine uh, film with Kevin Costner as well. Uh, Shay, tell us your first reactions for Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Uh, right before you hit record, I, I, I kind of quickly just searched up the movie's information on my phone, and my jaw dropped when I saw who wrote this movie. And it's Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan wrote Without Remorse. Because wow, I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. I, I somehow, and I think you and I consider ourselves pretty big fans of Taylor Sheridan. I would say so. I did not realize that at all that's crazy and i'm a little disappointed miffed (laughs) yeah miffed just yeah there's a i have some remorse right now because man i'm full of remorse yeah this (laughs) this movie uh you know what it for for when i look at reactions i thought the brutality in this film was was very evident there's a lot of kills and deaths in this movie that i'm like oh my god wow i can't believe like this movie's starting like this but then it just gets very generic very just kind of silly in it. And it almost seems like nobody in this movie really wants to be there. And I love Michael B. Jordan. I love Guy Pierce. I even really like Jamie Bell, who's in this movie too. But there's no one likable at all in this film for me. And there's not much in this movie that I actually liked. You know, Shay, I, I think I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm looking at, I was watching this film and uh, one f- for... Um, I don't know if it was just like my setup, but I found it very dark. I did um, too. So it was a little, first of all, just visually, it was a little hard to really kind of make out what was going on in the film. So that was, I think, obstacle number one. Um, and then you have this, you know, you have Michael B. Jordan, who I think is a super charismatic, super uh, likable person um, in this role where he's very stoic. He's very just without emotion. He shows anger really well. Um, and like you just kind of go on this crusade with him as. You know, like his wife was just killed. His pregnant wife was just killed. And he's just kind of going along with everything. Like he's just looking for revenge, but he's, there's no like emotion behind it. It just feels very just, um, like you're just seeing his performance. And it's just very just like, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just a soldier. I'm going through this or I'm just this. And it just, it just feels so generic. It just feels like every single type of like U.S. 
secret uh, intelligent agency every or trope. you know every trope that is is being thrown at the at th- thrown at the wall here of every uh, spy film or every action thriller um and you know like yes this is tom clancy yes these are these are kind of like tropes you expect from a tom clancy-esque um piece of entertainment i mean like i grew up playing all tom clancy games of course splinter and cell, yeah. splinter cell and rainbow six and um future division. soldier uh, a division there's so many that are iconic and obviously tom clancy uh is known for the novels that he writes and all of that and the, there's been film adaptations and everything but you know i just think watching this movie i've never been just so just bored watching it you know i literally felt so just detached from what was going on and i could never really fully engage myself and immerse myself into the world and um there's a lot of setup in this movie in the sense of like oh there we're on a secret mission and then we don't know who the bad guys are and then as you're kind of learning about this internal government conspiracy theory like you kind of see it coming from a mile away too and not that something being predictable is inherently bad but when it just kind of falls into these same tropes over and over and over again, you're just like, you're not ga- gaining anything new by watching this. It makes the film feel very generic. And so I just want to preface real quick that the re- the name Taylor shared and the reason why it was such a big deal to us in the beginning is this is the writer for movies like Sicario, Hell or High Water, Wind River. Wind, Wind River, Yellowstone, Yellowstone. If you've ever seen that show on Paramount Plus, I believe. So to to see someone whose writing is so absolutely phenomenal write a movie like this where it's so paint by numbers, very just bland and even yeah, you're right. The the film was very dark. I I almost was squinting half the time watching it to see what was really going on. Like I would rather watch this movie in night vision, I think. <laughs> it just there's there's not much memorable from it. The set pieces down to the action Nothing really made me go, oh, wow. I just felt like I was just trying to skip past the cutscene from one of the video games that didn't do so well. Right. And I think, and I think that's, a, that's an apt comparison because like, I'm, I'm thinking of this and it just kind of feels like almost like cutscenes from a video game that you're just like waiting for action to happen. Um, and even when, when the action does happen, you're just kind of just like, okay, like it's, there's nothing like, there's nothing groundbreaking. I think. The introduction scene is probably the most. It starts hot right. It starts. It starts. You're in it right away, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is some. At the at least you're gonna get some cool action out of this. Yeah. Um, but then you don't really get much after that. Yes, there's there's some moments, you know, when they're they're like, I guess in Russia and things like that. And I think that's another thing too. It's like, who are the bad guys? Oh, uh, let's let's make them the <laughs> Russians. 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 Yeah. You know, it kind of dates this movie a little bit too. It right? does, it you know, gives that age. It, it it makes it it ages this movie. It just feels like, oh, this kind of feels like was this supposed to be like out of the eighties? And I guess <laughs> I'm sure this was, novel, the novels and everything like that was based off of that. And um, if you're cool to get to spoilers, like we could get into some light spo- light spoilers sure, here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of revealed that like, oh, this was all kind of like a setup, and you know, his family dying was like part of the part of like the government plan, like to ignite a. Uh, a war with Russia because that's when the that's when the U.S. felt safe is when we had a common enemy, not with us fighting each other. And you're just like, okay, like it's kind of a lame, uh, like setup. And like, but here's the thing: if it was maybe better <laughs> introduced, uh, I think we would have cared about it more. If the mic drop was a lot harder, but it, this just felt like a mic being roped down to us very slowly. Yeah, because it was like, oh, here's this character that's in the beginning of the movie, and he's a pretty substantial actor. 
uh, I wonder who's behind all and of then, this. In the middle, and then at and the, then end, the end. <laughs> and then at the end, you're like, oh, I wonder who's behind pulling the strings. Yeah. Um, and this movie ends with him, you know, because we know sequels are coming of him starting like a Rainbow Six. Um, and it's a very like Avengers esque, like, oh, I'm putting a team together. Yeah. Um, and it's like, cool. I love Rainbow Six, like the games, but if it's more like this in the movies, I don't want it. Um, and it would have been cool. Not that this movie needs to have cameos for it to be cool, but like, you know, Amazon does have Jack Reacher as another property. Yes. Sorry, not Jack John, Reacher. John Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah. Sorry, it's a lot of like J names. Yeah. John Ryan. Jack, Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan, my God. <laughs> John Stamos. <laughs> Not John Stamos. Uh, as like by an, John Krasinski. You know, like, that's why you're saying that. You're that's saying why John I'm saying Ryan, that. Yes. So, like, it would have been cool if, like, if they were maybe building a cinematic universe where we could maybe see these characters overlap. And I know that was the original plan with, like, the Chris Pine, Kevin Costner one. But now you have another show that's on Prime that could have been cool to... And even that movie didn't do well. The Jack, that Jack Ryan that came No, out, The Shadow it, Recruit. Yeah, it, it did not just, do well. You know, came and went. Um... It's 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 funny as I'm thinking about there's that scene in the trailer where he gets into the burning car, and that scene like on paper it sounds cool like the cars on fire and you know he's a badass he opens the door right away and gets right in, but I mean in the movie that scene was so lame just like it was showed off in the trailer it was lame yeah you you're just kind of just like wondering like okay like. And he just gets out of the fire. Right. And it's one of those things, too, where, like, there's such just generic characters throughout this film that, like, you don't really get attached to anybody because anybody he's going after, you're just like, oh, it's this person. Or, no, just like, oh, here's generic henchman number six. Yeah. Here's Russian mob guy number four. Here's like, Vladimir. And it's like, are we, oh, here's Victor. Here's Vladimir. Here's yeah. Rudenko. You know, like, you're just like, who, like, you don't really care, like, who these no. guys he's taking down are because you don't have any connection to them. And there's, and I think that's the biggest thing. You don't have any connection really to him other than like, yes, here's this guy whose wife died. And that should, that's not just enough to make you empathize with the character. If you don't know him. No. Right. As, as weird as that is to say, no, it's true. It's just like, yes, this happened to him, but Michael B. Jordan, a character in this, um, uh, what's it? I'm blanking on his name now. Uh, John Clark. That's it. Um, John Ryan. John Clark, you know, like, there's nothing about his character that really makes you want to get revenge with him. No, and directed by Stefano Salima, who I don't think... Oh, he, he directed Sicario 2. He did direct Sicario 2. That kind of... Uh, yeah. Kind of, that kind of sums it up. Fun fact for those listening, Sicario 2 is actually the first review Shane and I ever recorded under this time with all the way back in 2018 it's true so that 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 kind of also helps me understand yeah okay not the strongest director really kind of making this film right um and that's it so i think i think um it's safe to get to our recommendations or suggestions at this point but before we do i just want to remind you that we're on a mission right now in the movie podcast to hit 200 apple podcast ratings if you like what we're doing if you like who we are you want to support us head over to our apple podcast page uh, our show notes are the best place to get the the link for that. Go over there, drop us five stars if you like what we're doing. Of course, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Today, you'll also notice that our giveaway for our $100 iTunes card um, should be live on the page today. You can start entering that so you can maybe win some money to spend on iTunes, buy some monies. Uh, buy for, some monies. <laughs> buy some movies. Buy some movies, but just don't spend it on this movie. <laughs> yeah, just don't spend it on this movie. And it's all—it's for our 
Canadian fans. For our Canadian fans, in honor of our 100th Hello, episode. Canada. Shay, start us off with your recommendation on Without Remorse. You forgot the name of the movie. I did. I was going to say Sicario, <laughs> Day of the Soldado. No, uh, on Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Yes. Uh, skip it. Uh, that's, I mean, I think I've said enough about this film. Uh, this is a skip it. It's on. It's going to be on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, April 30th. I, I know Anthony always says you've already paid for it, but if you can get your money back, maybe do that <laughs> Refund Prime this month. Yeah, refund Prime this month. Uh, Shay, I'm right there with you. I think this is an easy skip it. It's a shame, though, because I love Michael B. Jordan. I love Taylor Sheridan. Totally. Um, I would have been down to have a great action thriller um, to watch and to hope for more sequels, but... I didn't get it from this one. I don't. I don't know if there's much advertising for this film too, because I feel like I haven't seen it. No, and we also thought this was a show for the longest time as well. Until I hit play, I'm like, I'm watching episode one right now, but it's two yeah. hours long. And so literally, when I was opening, I'm like, oh, this is long for an episode. I'm like, oh no, this it's a movie. It's a movie. Uh, of course, that was our review of Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Uh, I already said, please. Head over to the Apple Podcast page, drop us a five-star review if you like what we're doing. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter, and look out for our Oscars recap, April 27th. We are already at the end of April, somehow. Uh, this week, uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier did wrap up a few days ago, so make sure you check out our review and recap of Episode 6, the se- season finale. Uh, Shay and I also have our review up for Mortal Kombat, so there is lots to listen to on the movie podcast feed. Thank you so much for listening. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next.